y'all. Welcome to the Clearing the Air podcast with D and Q. All right. So today, uh, very hot topic, man, in the basketball world. Uh, we're talking about our boy Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers, the point guard. Man, yes, look, sir. D, D, man, look, you look, man, you you go ahead with this one, man. This is this is this is you. <laughs> man, uh, first of all, let me say this. I'm not surprised. I think it's a long time coming. So wait, what are we talking about? All right, so we're talking about Ben Simmons and his awful performance in the NBA playoffs this last round versus the Atlanta Hawks. So just a little backstory. Hawk, I mean, Philly was the number one seed, um, got past Washington, playing the fifth seed Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think most would agree that although the Hawks are probably one of the hottest teams in the NBA playoffs, them and I would say maybe Phoenix, I think most would agree that Philly is more has a more talented team than them and exactly. should have beat them. Exactly. So Philly lost in seven games, and three of those four losses, they lost at home, and they were one mm. of the best home teams all year and have been in recent years, like it's just hard to go into Philly and win. They win. They have a you know rabbit fan base, um, you know. So it's just hard to to beat Philly in Philly. So for the Atlanta Hawks to beat them three times, including game, I want to say five, in which they came back from what was it, like a twenty-five point deficit. They came back and beat them. Right. So to do that is just. I don't want to say unheard of, but it shouldn't have happened. And then you got the whole narrative of Doc Rivers, how he's allowed. He, I think he holds the most, the record for most uh, comeback losses or, you know, losing series where other teams have came back from that. Cause you know, he was with the Clippers last year and they had a three, one lead over Denver and law. So it's a bunch of narratives going on, but for this one, we're going to talk strictly about Ben Simmons who has been in the league for five years and refuses to work on his jump shot. He doesn't have a jump shot. He's a horrible free throw shooter. And he set the NBA record for having the worst free throw percentage and uh, shooting percentage in the playoff and playoff history. So that's over, you know, think of the bad free throw shooters over the, over the time. So that's Shaq, Will Chamberlain, like all of them, like he has the worst percentage. I think it was like 34% or something 34, like 34, yeah. I want to say, that. I, I, was, I was thinking 38, but maybe 34. It's somewhere in there where it shouldn't be, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so um, mm. game seven, it just kind of all came to a head. He didn't shoot. It was almost like he was afraid to shoot. There's one particular play where he spent off on Gallinari, had the open dunk and passed it off to Thibel. Bible got fouled, only made one or two free throws. So instead of getting a dunk and possibly an and one opportunity, you pass it off and only get one point. And so um, Doc was asked after the game, can, can, can you be a championship team with Ben Simmons as your point guard? He said, I don't know. Mm. Well, Embiid said, um, you know, he felt like that play was the turning point of the game. And, you know, Ben is just, <laughs> he, he's been, 
he's been getting it the past couple of days, man, from analysts, other players, fans. You know Philly fans, bro. They are not playing. They stomping on his jersey, burning his jersey. Yes, I, I could just yeah. imagine his social media is probably in shambles right now. Turn the comments so, off. Turn it. <laughs> nah, they on, baby. They on. Mm. Public page. Keep the comments on. I think last I checked, he was over like 20,000 some comments <laughs> on his last post. So mm. just bringing y'all up to speed. So that's where we at right now with Ben Simmons. Mm. So uh, that's what we're going to discuss on, on this one right here, this episode so, right here. So you done already kind of, you know, talked about the performance with the Hawks. Um, and so I was looking at something and it showed, it showed the seven game, situation for him uh-huh um he had let me let me make sure I'm, I'm speaking facts so game one he was two for two all right he he in other words he took two field goals two two shots made both shots game two he took no shots game three he took one shot made one shot game four five six seven he took no shots zero shots and this is all in the fourth quarter this is the fourth quarter. Yes, fourth quarter. Yeah, fourth quarter. Fourth my bad. Quarter. My so bad. that means when it's crunch time, money time, he took the last four games, he took no shots in the fourth quarter. Right. And 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 you're not talking about blow off, blow, blow out losses. So you're talking about had he been a contributor, you know what I mean? What would that have looked like if he had put the pressure on the D defense for the Hawks? you know, what that would have looked like. Again, you mentioned the spinoff. He could have been spinning off on Gallinari all game. All, all game. All you game. Know? So, so let me ask you this question. We, we basically talked about his performance. We just basically kind of pulled out stats. A lot of slander. Do you think he deserves it? In one word, yes. Very much okay. so. Okay. Um, so, because, go ahead. Well, no, because I, I – so I'll ask this question, and I think it's going to lead. So you mentioned about him being in the league for five years, refusing to work on his jumper. Um, are, are we saying – because I would agree. Are we saying that he deserves the slander because of his refusal to work on his game? Um, that's that's one thing. Are we Are we saying – would we say the same thing if you see him making efforts and it just still doesn't translate into the game? Like, why do we say that we believe he deserves the slander? It's his refusal. It's his refusal. He just, I mean, coming out of high school, coming out of college, he had everything except for a jump shot. Like, that, that was always the scout report of him. He was, he was the number one player coming out of high school. He went to Montverde Academy in Florida, powerhouse program, right? Mm-hmm. Played with like D'Angelo Russell, all of them. They were just the most, he was the best player on the floor. He was the most talented player on the floor. In high school, you can get away with not having a jump shot. You 6'10", <laughs> you know what I mean? You just the best player. College, he didn't want to be there, first of all, but he went to LSU, you know, played through the motion. That team didn't even make the the tournament. You know what I'm saying? They didn't make the March Madness tournament. Then they declined an invite to the NIT. Like, oh, nah, we we too good for that, blah, blah, blah. 
You couldn't even get your team into the tournament. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's that's a whole other issue because, you know, that's whether cats from high school should be able to go right to the league. So that's a whole other topic that I'm sure we'll get to eventually. But he didn't want to be in college. So you get to the NBA, you're the number one pick, rightfully so. You hurt your, your whole first year. I think broke a bone in his foot. So sat out the whole first year. Um, and then, you know, the whole process, you know what I'm saying, Philly going through the process, this and that. You get Joel and B. I mean, out of this world, big man, seven foot, can shoot. You know what I'm saying? Philly fans have seen to really love and beat. But Simmons, though, you, you, that's been your scouting for. You don't have a jump shot. And NBA is different, bro. Everybody nice. You ain't going to be the nicest player on the floor every night. Everybody can play. You go on against professionals, professional coaches that's going to come up with professional defenses, professional tactics. You can't get by no more without having a jump shot, bro. Yes, you're an amazing defender. Yes, you're, I think, two or three-time all-star. Yes, bro. But when it comes down to all that's nice during the regular season, in the playoffs, you're going to need a jump shot, bro. And now it's, it's, it's definitely getting mental now. You know what I mean? But I really think it's his makeup, bro. Like he just, you know, you know that like foreign foreign players they have kind of have like that stereotype where they just, you know, kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? Laid back. He's from Australia, bro. Like I really think Ben Simmons could care less about getting the jump shot. He done got his money, five years, one ninety. That's generational wealth, and that's guaranteed. He gonna get all of that. Yeah. So he probably like, why? Why do I, I done got this far without having a jump shot? So I, I think it's warranted now because something needs to change, bro. He's been getting by without having it. Nobody has held him accountable for that. Right. So that, it, it just makes me, you know, we kind of talked about it. What do you think he needs to do to become a better player? What what does his what what does he need? So um I'm gonna read this quote. And the quote said this was a quote in regard to Ben Simmons. He doesn't work, he doesn't listen, and everybody around him is family, and he's constantly baby, unquote. So oh, that's a good yeah. Right. And when you think about it, that sounds 100% correct, bro. If you got nothing but yes men around you that are saying you did it, you got the money, blah, blah, blah. Like, I could see his work after being lazy. They had a video of him warming up, I think, in game three in Atlanta. He was shooting base shot and missed them, had to miss like eight out of ten, which is like real casual, laissez-faire, shooting them. Like, I really think he... I don't want to say don't care, but he his work ethic is not where it needs to be, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just not it's not where it needs to be, dog. It's just it's just he don't care. If if you're if you if you're being handsomely rewarded for something, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden people are telling you you need to change and do this and that, like you're gonna be a little hesitant. Too. You're gonna be like, well, how I've done it so far has gotten me here, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Because, like you said, you're at a, you're at a different level um, now. 
you know, and it comes a point in time where there has to be a change that's made. So if I answer that question, I don't think it has anything to do with what he needs to do on the court to be better. I think it's here. And so, you know, um, shout out to Kobe, RIP to Kobe. Um, you know, I look at Kobe and I say, man, he, he had one of the toughest mindsets for this game. Um, and, you know, it's certain people that you see. I don't agree with Stephen A saying that uh, Devin Booker is the next Kobe, but I can appreciate people who had a love for Kobe because if you love Kobe, then you love his work ethic. If you love his work ethic and you've seen his success, you probably would want to follow it. A lot of the big time players have, you know, even down to Kawhi have worked with um, with Kobe. So I think it's a mental thing. The problem is, like you say, if you're being babied by family, family can't get you to the next level. Uh, you know, unless you had a, 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 a pro basketball player daddy. And even then you might not be able to. So for me, it's, it's the mental part that he needs to get better at because you become mentally tough, then you can hit your free throws. You become mentally tough, then you can begin to say, you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do to become better because this just isn't working. How many times do you need to be in the playoffs, get put out in rounds that you clearly should be victorious? It's just too much. Um, but all right, so let me let me respond to that because I'm, I'm not denying that it's mental. I think the mental part plays a huge part in it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because I think that separates the good from the great. Mm -hmm. A lot of the great players, what mental was crazy. You gotta think about it. You gotta let's say it's a game seven. You on the road. You down one. You have to be mentally strong to be like, I don't care about nothing of what these thousands of fans are screaming. I don't care that I'm getting doubled. I don't care about nothing. I don't care that I've shot three for 25 this game. I'm gonna get this ball. I'm gonna shoot the shot. It's gonna go in and we're gonna win the game, right? Mm -hmm. That definitely takes mental fortitude mental fortitude but what i'm saying about ben simmons is your mental can be off the chain but if you ain't putting in the work bro one thing about kobe kobe mentally was out of this world but also he was getting up 5 30 in the morning mm -hmm. right he was putting up five thousand shots daily mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like his his work ethic that's what the mama mentality was it was about that work ethic you know what i'm saying in addition to the mental and I think Ben Simmons has gotten by so far naturally on his God-given talent. He's a 6'10 point guard with mm -hmm. ridiculous handle, ridiculous mm -hmm. passing ability, ridiculous defense. But now that you're going against professionals, they're going to take that one weakness that you have, well, two, free throw shooting and lack of a jump shot, and they're going to expose that. So now mm -hmm. your other attributes are going to be minimized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where the lack of work ethic comes in at. Because now the two things that you need in order for your team to be successful, you haven't gotten better at. And True. now it is True. mental. And now it is mental. Because now they foul you. They don't hack a bend early in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. So you might go a whole eight minutes and they just foul you. 
they bringing in the 12, 13 man on the bench just to use some fouls. And now it's going to be mental. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I think, though? I think, I think, I don't think you separate the work ethic from the mental. Because I feel like, I'm going to just say this. I don't feel like you're as strong if you if you don't have the fortitude to put in the work. Um, because of Kobe's mindset, the strength of his mind, that's what made him different to say, hey, yo, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. to do X, Y, and Z. Because I'm ch- they talk about chasing rings. I don't think Kobe was chasing rings. I think he was chasing Jordan and all that came with Jordan. And Jordan had that mental mindset that was, I'm going to be the best. I, I don't think this kid, I don't think Ben Simmons has that. We talk about LeBron all the time, but I don't think he has that. And so because he doesn't have it, it doesn't translate into his work ethic. That's that's so I I, I combined the two because it's weak to think that you got all the the e because being mentally strong is not the same as a strong ego. You can have a big ego, but be weak up here because you don't know what it takes to do what you need to do. So 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 for me, speak speaking on his mental, right? How do you think he felt when Doc said what he said about being able to win a chip with him? What do you well, what do you think about it? And then how do you think Ben felt about it? Okay, so me personally, I liked it. I, I a lot of people thought you know Doc maybe threw him under the bus and maybe hurt his trade value by saying that. I liked it, bro, because it was honest. It was brutally honest. I liked what Embiid said, how that was the turning point. Embiid had a couple terrible turnovers fourth quarter. He didn't say nothing about that. He was like, that was the turning point. You know, I think people were at their wits end. I, I, I thought all the slander he got was, was warranted. Now, what do I think Ben thinks? Honestly, bro, for the first time, I think Ben finally gets it. I mean, they, they show his post-game press conference, and he took accountability, bro. He did. Took accountability. He did. Um, and I don't, I don't think he's ever experienced this type of slander. Like, he getting it from everybody. everybody. Like the whole world is coming down on Ben Simmons right now. And so if he – if this don't spark a change in him, then nothing will. I don't think he'll ever be at this low of a point. In his, I, in his professional career, his professional career, basketball speaking. So if it don't spark a change in him, you know what I'm saying? Then I almost think it might be a lost cause, bro. I just think he's just going to be is what he is. Okay. And so that leads to the next thing. But I'm going to make a comment before we go to the next thing. And so I agree. I feel like this could be a turning point for him, but it could also make him cower if he going back, if he's not mentally strong enough, because right. now, you know, nowadays everybody's in the comments, KD in the comments, beefing with people you're not supposed to be, right. you know what I mean? You're supposed to be ignoring. So now I feel like with this social media world we live in, you're going, you could take everything to heart and it's coming from everywhere and then your coach gets on national tv and says what he says so honestly i think this is the telltale time and i go by what you said if this doesn't make the change it needs to nothing will so having said 
all of that. Do you trade him? Like Stephen A says, uh, like I think uh Magic. Like like, un- like Uncle Shan yeah, says. Shan. Or do you work with him this last year and say we're gonna give it one more go? What do you think? All right, so I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up, right? I'm gonna switch it and ask you, what do you think? But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a, a layer to it, right? I'm gonna answer it, but I want you to answer this first. Mm-hmm. If you're the Sixers, what do you do? Do you keep them or do you try to trade? If you're Ben, what would you like to do? Would you like to stay considering all the vitriol you've gotten from Philly fans who we know are just crazy, right? If you're Ben, do you want to stay or do you need to change the scene? And if you're another team, do you trade for him? All right. So Philly's perspective, Ben perspective, a potential other team. So Philly. Um, I'm not Philly, but given if I was Philly in the way a lot of these NBA teams are, um, they're probably going to want to look at their other options. What can they get for Ben? The problem with that is, Trade value. I feel like his trade value is impacted because now if he ain't hitting free throws for you, if his mindset is where it is for you, what can I do with him? What can I get? And and so now let's go to Ben. Um, Unfortunately, Ben is not going to be a, a change of scenery that changes your mindset per se. Um, a change of, a change of scenery, um, that's why I say that's a that's a loaded question in a sense because you can say well there have been people who have they've they've gone out of that environment and they've changed right but it was an internal change that was made it had nothing to do with the scenery excuse me you know how life is you can you can be in the same you can change sceneries but remain in the same season of life over and over and over and over and over um what was the last one it was Ben it was Philly and another team if you're another team right. would you trade for Ben Simmons? All right. And so another team, um, I'm not so sure. And if you did trade, you might want to, you might in your mind say, I'm not offering as much. I'm not offering, I'm not offering us a, a potential star that you think is quote unquote the same. And then we're just going to mix a draft pick in there or a couple of draft picks. Um, if you look at, if you listen to what Kobe said, and I think this is a good transition if you listen to what kobe said kobe said look at what the kid is doing now and he does not have a jump shot so if you look at it from that standpoint that all depends on what that potential gm if that gm has the same mindset that kobe does and they're going to make him put in the work which is sad that you would have to make him um then it may be a different outcome but a lot of these teams they, they want what they want and they want it quick. Like they want to trade for you and they want to be in them finals. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's so much to say when it comes to that. And you don't know the mindset of these GMs. Um, I, I pass it back to you again. All right. I'll answer all three. If I'm Philly, I'm trading them. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that one, 
he's shown no desire to want to to work on his game. And not work on the game that he's comfortable working on, working on his part of the game that he needs to work on. Exactly. Two, two, I think I think it's already it's been proven that him and, and B don't work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just clogging up the lane. You know what I'm saying? Like Ben, he's effective when he's got some shooters around him when he can like, you know, handle his stuff in the paint, blah, blah, blah. But if you got big man down there, Logging it up. then that can't happen. And then now you're going to push Embiid out to the three. And yeah, he can hit threes, but he's seven foot. You want him to do damage in the paint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get the opposing team's big man to foul trouble. Um, and three, I, and I know it really, you know, you don't, you take into account the fans only to a certain extent. But I think, I think the city has spoken, dog. Like, it takes a certain player to play in Philly. And I don't think he's it, bro. I think the fans yeah. and I think the fans have spoken, bro. I think the fans have spoken. So I think, you know, Doc came out the next day and said, hey, we going, we got work to do. We're going to get with Jim. I mean, get with Ben, get in the gym, this and that. So I think they're going to do that to try to say, maybe work up his trade value. Because like you said, his trade value is the lowest it's probably going to ever be. You got to think last year was talks of him being traded for James Hart. It was talks of him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I think they're going to work with him to try to get his trade value back up. But I think you got to move him if you feel. Yeah. If I'm Ben, um, I don't think I want to go back to Philly. Again, I think the fans have kind of spoken. My coach has spoken. My teammate has spoken. You know, the city has spoken. I think it's so much vitriol. I don't, unless I get in the gym and, and work, you know, work on my mental, which I, I, if I'm him, I'm doing anyway. But unless I do that and I'm fairly certain that I can come back and make an impact, I got to go, bro. I got to go. Because Philly, Philly's not going to, they're not going to be easy on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, right. it's going to be tough, bro. It's going to be tough. And the, and the bad thing about it also is it ain't going to matter what I do in the regular season. It's going to matter what I do a year from now. So I got to wait the whole calendar 365 to prove I could be Off-peat. 75%. I could be, exactly. I could be 75% from the free throw line in the regular season next year. You let it drop to 40 in the playoff, <laughs> then it don't matter. And I hear you about changing scenery, dog, but I think for some people, for some athletes, it does matter, and I think for Ben to do that, I, I think he, I think he got to get out of field. I think Honestly. more importantly, he got to get in the gym. He got to get in the gym, yeah. see a psychiatrist oh, yeah. or whatever, work on that mental. But I think yeah. it changes and it worked good for him. If I'm another team, would I trade for him? It depends. Um, I think there are a couple of places where he can go where he can flourish if i'm golden state yes because i got enough shooting around where he could just he can man the paint run the break can you imagine 610 running the break passing the steph or clay you know what i'm saying he would kind of be i guess like their dream line you know what i'm saying dream right. get the rebound play defense 
You know what I mean? So if I'm going but what to you got to give up, though, that's the thing. So that's the thing. So they're talking about Wiggins right now. And the money kind of adds up. You know, Wiggins got a crazy contract, too. So the money kind so they saying like Wiggins and a pick. And then they they want they would probably want James Wiseman. I don't know if I want to give up James Wiseman just yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rookie, well, he'll be second year player next year. Um, you know, can can shoot, can hit the mid range. You know what I'm saying? Um, can rebound. If I if I'm Golden State and I can trade Wiggins and a, and a pick for Ben Simmons, I would do that. They saying maybe Portland for C.J. McCollum. Okay, but that's one. That's a, that's a shooter you taking away from Portland. So. And yeah, but they talking got, about breaking up too. So kinda. right, right, right. But you you taking a shooter away from Portland, and you got Nurkic in the paint. So he not in B, but he's still a big seven footer that's going to be in the paint. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got the same problems in Portland. So those are the two yeah. teams I heard. Um, I, I think it's case by case. If I'm a team, I don't know if I'm trading for him, dog. Maybe I'll look into it because his trade value is so low and I can get an all-star, all-NBA defensive player for, I don't want to say nothing, but you know what I'm saying? Definitely not something that he would have been, what they would have asked for last year. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't know if I want to bring that into my, bring him into my organization. Like I said, it would be case by case, Bob. And if it was a steal, if I could steal him, then yeah. Yeah. You know, which could but, be which could be worst case scenario for him and for that team, because it's two it's two things, which, again, plays on the mental. If nobody really wants me and I just got picked up as a steal, then what role or value do I have on the next team like this? I feel like it's stuff that could cause you to retire early. Yeah, but it can also, and you will hope this is the case, it will also maybe light a fire on him. Like, hopefully, I'm a, I'm a number one overall pick. I'm I'm made two or three all star teams. I'm three time all NBA defensive, and I'm a, a, a throw in. I'm a steal for somebody. Like, and, and that's my thing. You just don't know with him, bro, because he's so cat laid back. Cat, you don't know. Like, we've seen him play angry a couple times. You know what I'm saying? He had a 42-point game at Utah last year because they was talking about Gobert was the runaway defensive player of the year. So he ate Gobert up in Utah. But again, B wasn't playing. A couple years ago, he ate up the nest because Jared Dudley was like, if you get him in a half-court game, he's an average player. So he ate the nets up in Brooklyn. But it's like, again, that's Jared Dudley. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. it's like you know, that those are two examples, but you've been in the league five years. Like, those are too few and far in between. So, true. 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 I, I don't know, man. I guess to wrap it up, I think the slant is definitely warranted. I think he's just too – I think he's already been rewarded for not working on his game. Mm-hmm. And he may be like, you know, what's the point of doing it now? Hopefully all this slander – and vitriol will motivate him to get in the gym, work on his jump shot, work on his free throws. Hopefully he'll get that mental help as well. You know, I sent it to you yesterday. Uh, several people have reached out to him, including uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, a.k.a. Yeah. Chris Jackson. He went to LSU, and yeah. so did Ben. So, and he was one of the, you know, you know, elite shooters. Still. 
Still, yeah, yeah, the big still. three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Still, so um, a lot of people are reaching out to him, and I don't want to throw Ben away. You know what I'm saying? I, I I never really was a huge fan of his just because I I knew off top like he just played kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you know. But I I don't want to throw the dude away. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely talented. The talent is there, and you know. I don't, even though I said the slander was warranted, you know, I don't want to be consistent to where it mess him up, you know, personal wise. And then, like you said, he retired early and this and that, you know, now nah, I don't want that. He definitely has stuff he can give to the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I'm, I'm rooting for him. I would like for him to bounce back. I don't know if it's going to be a Philly, but I would like for him to bounce back. Yeah. Well, man, even though this wraps up this, um, we are going to be talking about what teams need. Sure. Um, and so Philly is going to be obviously on it. We kind of already started talking about it, uh, but we'll go into more details. And basically it's going to be all the teams who lost in the playoffs. Um, just to kind of go over it real quick before we close out, we got the Celtics, the Lakers, the Blazers, the Sixers, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Knicks, the Heat, the Nets, the Nets, the Grizzlies, and the Wizards. Um, so that's coming up. Stay tuned my for Knicks. that. My Knicks. Oh, man. Uh, you talking man. about the heat. I got to talk man. about my Knicks. Listen, I just had to add on, bro. That's all that is. That's well, all it you is. You ain't say all that. Uh, <laughs> I got some paraphernalia, too. I could have put it on. But that's okay. I'm going to let you When slide. we talk about your Knicks, then you can talk about it. You can nah, wear your hat. Right. Same right. with your heat. Nah. <laughs> y'all take it easy, man. we see y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace.